0: Hey guys, hey, welcome to the another episode of Fearless Founder, a ritual on Friday where we celebrate the journeys of first-generation founders. Today we have Komal with us. She is a social butterfly. She has been a philanthropist. She is also a part of Robin Hood Army who takes care of those people who need food so they collect food from a lot of restaurants and social gatherings and they distribute to these guys so welcome Kuman, and welcome it's great to be you have in this show where we are celebrating the journeys of first generation founders and again we have a lot of audience coming right now so welcome again and would like to learn from your experience that you have done in the past few years.
1: Hi. So, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Um, uh, so, a little bit introduction about myself. Uh, uh, I've done my MBA at Ahmedabad University, and uh, I worked with a startup in my initial uh, years, after, right after the MBA. And I, uh, you know, then I was inclined towards more on uh, advertising. So, so I joined an advertising agency in Andhribar and uh, in, during my work uh, of one and one and a half years there, I thought that I should be able to do it um, myself, you know, I I sense that I have that uh, potential or capacity to do a, uh, in this thing. So I started doing freelancing uh, uh, right after that and uh, and then I have my own agency for the past two years and it's great
0: that's that's great to know so how did coco happen actually what was the problem or what problem you guys are solving for business owners now
1: right so uh, so the thing is that coco started uh, uh uh having to know that you know i in freelancing also uh I with a lot of uh, uh freelancers myself because you know, designers and copywriters and assembling a team uh, to deliver a good uh, work for local brands and uh, national brands, uh, I, I, I sense that uh, there was a gap, like there was a difficulty for me to have uh, in terms of deliverables. I couldn't take more than a couple of brands, uh, you know, on the basis of uh, of my own, right? So, so then, you know, uh, you know this that you should I, I should be own team so that I can cater to more and more locally and nationally, right? The expansion point of it you know, more team members I have, the 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 team I have, more clients I I should cater to. So that's okay. how it and and we, we started in December two thousand so basically uh, that was the time when you no know, I registered my firm and I was looking for a full-time team. By the time I had my full-time team in place, COVID hit. <laughs> so that's the biggest challenge and, uh, you know, in, in the short span of time of me having it. There was a lot to handle but you know, things kept going. Uh, uh, a few clients who stick with us, a lot of clients backed out also and a couple of clients who were with us from the beginning and who stick with us, so, I think um, that kept us going.
0: That's great. So, as you mentioned that you started pre-COVID and then when you started, you were about to get momentum and then COVID hit. So, yeah, there are certain businesses who definitely had surge in their business during COVID as well. So, how do you see market has changed post-COVID? Because yes, there is a, there is a decent level of shift happened in the mindset as well. So, how do you see, because you have been talking to clients before COVID as well, and then now it's been a couple of years covid ahead. So, what's the kind of mentality that has changed for the business owners?
1: Uh, for, so, so, basically, to digital, uh, people have started taking little more seriously, I would say. Uh, a lot of businesses have suffered also, but, but because of the amount of... Um, what do you call it? the skills, you know, and, and the access rings uh, on the table? People started to understand and people started taking it seriously. So, say for digital, it, you know, okay. because everything was online during COVID, those two, those one, one and a half years, everything was online. So, pe- people, you know, they were exploring, educating themselves. Uh, the biggest locally is that people. Uh, that people, if even if they understand digital a bit, they don't know what to extend. They don't right. have the, the idea of you know uh, how. So they get impatient with uh, digital. Because oh, digital, right. right. it takes you know it takes proper understanding of what works doesn't work for your brand. You know oh. that was the process. Educated there we took them on board we uh we so each each brand needs different style communication and different strategy all you know so right. that was the thing uh in in the in the covid period people started seriously and a lot right. of people who were not doing uh digital uh came up
0: but that's great because, see, I have been also running an agency and I, I realized that uh, there has been a shift in the mindset of the consumer. But again, as you mentioned that you need to educate the customer and that's where a uh, lot of agency owners are investing their time. So how do you invest your time in educating the customer? What are the different areas that you need to educate a customer that, yes, digital can work for you? Yeah,
1: so a lot of... Uh... A lot of that happens during the presentation itself, right? So, uh, so when when we have our first meeting with the client to understand what the objectives are and what the what are the things they want to touch upon, uh, to understand what kind of business they are into and what the are doing. So we take along uh, researched pitch presentation with you know and we try to explain them. You know, these that will work for your brand. These are the compet- these are your who are doing such an activity for you around you. So you know within the within the uh, um, uh, limitations that you have in terms of budget, you know other things. Uh, we suggest this is the best strategy to do, and this these are the outcomes that you can take over these many months or these many days or what. So we try to plan to them. Explaining to them that you know, these this is a step by step, it's a game of consistency. You have to do this, and we can add probably adding other things to the whole plan. That's how I mean, in the which present they draw, uh, we try to tell them that you know, this is the journey that we are going to follow, and these are the things that we are going to do for you.
0: So that's a great strategy because then, when you set up, up the expectation at the first stage, I'm sure there is there is a lot of calibration happens as well over there because they also come to know that what is possible and how much digital can help because uh, there is always a gap between the expectation and the reality and that calibration is very yeah. very important in the beginning.
1: Correct, correct. I would also like to add that uh, having uh, having a plan place, you know for long term and uh, uh, this thing from let's say we have a single plan in uh, uh, in the only and then we we keep a regular you know if you are doing SEO if you are doing promotion doing you know if if you are experimenting with the content itself we regular check uh, let's say uh, uh, fortnightly once a month That you know, are we going in the right direction? Is this is this what you want for your brand on the social pages? You know, so we keep we keep analyzing and having you know detailed brainstorming session with the clients. Is this is this is the thought that we start begin begin with, and you know, it is your and. We, we kind of have a candid chat with them that, you know, this is the, is you okay with the pace? Do you want to uh, ideas to it? Do you want us to work around uh, uh, the strategy that we are working on? So I think keeping a regular check also keep, give them assurance uh, that team is for it, you know, it's just not another, or it's just not treated as another to them.
0: Correct. Right. So, uh, being a first-generation founder, I'm sure you might have faced a lot of starting trouble, you could say as a teething problem as well. So, how did you actually overcome those things? And I'm sure there is always next level of challenges on the way, but how do you cope up with the initial challenges? Because as you said that you started pre-COVID, so mindset was not digital first at that point of time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, The idea was always digital first. Uh to be honest but uh, my challenges were outside my business this thing you know because you know a challenges are uh, something that doesn't keep me holding okay i i i think it it's a fuel to me you know the more challenge the more aggressive i become to you so basically it works uh, from whichever direction it comes so my this thing was that um, so fundamental challenge that I uh, had to face was that uh, there was not in uh, my family as well. Okay, so I... Yeah, so that was one thing that I took a long time to explain to them that this is what I want and this is not just a random uh, thing that I feel. This is very serious and this is... I want to take it long term. And uh, I was... Thankful enough to have a mentor uh, uh, close to me who who trusted me with this idea and who invested in and my idea. Uh, uh, that's what I think that that has helped me a lot to uh, learn while I am also inventing and uh, keeping my sanity. So my 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 uh, investor is uh, yes source of inspiration and um, a person trusts you so much and can give he he to step me at every uh, point in time uh, business wise, personal wise or financially as well so I think mentor is a very good uh, support system which can hold uh, the smallest the silliest mistake that can lead to a thing later on so i think oh, wow. this, that is something that i am very thankful for and also uh, uh, rishi who is mes- messaging on the uh, yeah. chat box rishi has <laughs> been has been with me he's a co-founder of Coco. he's always okay. been uh, with me and uh, s- such a ha- sweet guy. he he takes care of uh, the team management and everything and you know the, the we can see that there with each other it is important to have uh you know a support system in the within as well who can can uh, be of uh, uh, a support that can take take your ideas and business to next level basically to right. having, having right. these people around i think uh, uh, we don't see challenges as a setback i think we love challenges
0: that's great to hear, and I think that's where being an entrepreneur takes a lot of effort from you. That if you start thinking uh, or thinking challenges as an opportunity, you go to a next level actually, because that's where every entrepreneur has been tuned. That if there is a problem, then there is definitely an opportunity to solve that and grow to the next level. That's yes. basically an entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. So. Uh, so being an entrepreneur, we have a very always have a very thin line between the personal life and professional life because your brain is 24 by 7 thinking towards achieving your goals and targets. And as you said, even if you are with your family, you're still on the phone, uh, firefighting sometime, uh, getting on a call for a quick query. So how do you manage that fine line, always be there because you need your me time as well and a family time also how do you manage
1: that 100% i think uh, it, it comes naturally uh, i um so yeah of course i take holidays i i am when i am on deadlines i am fully committed to it it's not that uh, you know it doesn't make that doesn't uh, comes with the personal you know, this thing, expense. Uh, I think it happens. Uh, we pl- We really plan, uh, uh, as a team, we plan uh, everything in advance. Okay. So, our work is um, planned in such a way that even if I have to, uh, you know, even if there is there is a thing from the team, let's say they have to go somewhere you know, with the commitments or personal, these things. I mean, even if the person from the team is missing, it still doesn't hold still. So we, the key is to have such a robust planning itself so that you no, know, it's there, once it's approved, it's all taken care by anybody who is there. So basically, nobody nobody uh, works a uh, maniac in the team, but we have to work in such a way that we can go back home on time and take um, a vacation you we want you know and we can cater to our commitments as we don't back due to work so that's how I also manage and that is how I also expect my team members to manage so you know I think nobody in the office will complain about work, home, uh, work life and personal life balance
0: that's, that's amazing because, see, over a period of time, I have been reading, in fact, you have also been reading a lot of people talking about the burnouts and um, business and yeah. 9 to 5 gets extended to 9 to 9 as well. So, I think it's, it's a good yeah. way you guys are managing it.
1: Yeah, So, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. It is always going to happen because the nature of the industry is such you know there are events, there are launches, and there are so many things that you know you can't, you cannot control, and you cannot cert, cert, certain times you cannot even plan something in advance that much. Right. right. Okay. So you know over time also happen case as well. We try to balance it out the next time that you know the other the other commitments are not you know uh, basically. They, you don't miss out on anything in person, basically. Right,
0: right. Uh, I don't know how to ask this, but how do you take, uh, like, first of all, is do you have self doubt? Or if, if yes, then how do you take yes. care of that?
1: Yes, 100%. I mean, uh, self doubt, yes, and wise as well, because sometimes the thought that we present to clients may not be accepted by. Uh, as we thought they would, okay. So I think yeah, it's always. Right. But what the process is, the process that I follow is um you the problem basically. What if if my ass get bombed or if my my promotions don't work? Strategy is uh totally opposite of what my clients are thinking of. So right. I like to take the criticism in very uh, very openly, and, and I like to. See that what, what is the point that I'm on, and I go back. That is again something that I enjoy doing it because you know that keeps me, it gives me a perspective in person as well as a as, a as well. You know, something so maybe, uh, you know, something so silly or something so simple, you can, there's always a human, out on some detail it's yes. out on, you can misunderstand things. And it's always good to accept it, take it as a fair decision and go back and work on it, that you come out better next time. So yeah, personal doubt, self-doubt, right. always. But you know, use it in your own this uh, thing.
0: That's, that's great. and I think everybody has it, but it's just uh, how you look into that makes the real difference, actually. Right.
1: I'm also, as I'm blessed the people that I'm working with, uh, be it my team member, be it my brands that I'm associated with, be it the business owner that's here. with. There have been so... Um, a lot of times, times can be pain, you know, uh, to deal with, to handle. People uh, slowly, once you... Uh, frequency with each other, I think it becomes more easier to communicate and accept that... Okay, yeah, I made a mistake. Want to rectify it. Going your intention of rectifying that situation. People give you, you know, second chances and all of that. And you have that better uh, understanding of things, have better understanding of things. You can deliver in a better way, right? So it's yeah. to have people who, t- if you make mistakes, if you can chances to imp- improvise yourself. It's great. It's a build that right. um repo with people that you work
0: with. Great, great. So uh um, since you started agency pre COVID and I have been in the industry from past almost like twelve plus years now, um in last four or five years, what we have seen is there's a technology is taking a lot of front seat now in marketing. So, the term like MarTech has also been introduced that how marketing is done through technology and we can't think marketing without technology these days. So, at Coco, how do you integrate that technology stack in your day-to-day operations? So How smoothly the technology actually helping you to operate?
1: 100%. Uh, Having technology in place uh, gives you a more broader perspective in terms of handling like a quantum of things that you want to deliver a particular brand. Some some, some brands like Bintra, you know, they have such a huge, such a vast uh, line, of, line of this thing that it, it's, it is humanly impossible to analyze a data. Uh, or or perform in such a way. But with with smaller business and with uh, brands, it's not much of a a dependency on technology, so to say. But yeah, of course, uh, regular basis, you know, something like grammarly, you know, it it has become a daily, it has become routine now that you are dependent on grammarly. Your grammarly is just to um, identify those human errors that you may have uh you know uh, missed out on yeah. something like grammarly helps us to proof check our work um, uh, and to you know there are so many uh, uh, so many tools that we use for seo there are so many tools we use for uh, scheduling uh, uh, the content that we put, multiple platforms for multiple brands so it takes, it right. takes. of course, it makes uh, life of a marketer very easy. But uh, total right. dependency on it is like a, some, something that will come on the later stage. I think human touch is always going to be a part of the process.
0: Right. At, uh, in the process, uh, being an agency owner, we make a lot of mistakes, right? And then we realize that it could have been avoided. So, what do you see that, like, any agency owner is making that kind of, or it can be done by any agency owner, but it can be avoided with with just simple caution. Maybe you just give a thought on that and you
1: can't do that. 100%. Even, you know, it's been, it's been, what, two years for me. I'm also still learning, okay? Uh, For me to give advice to other owners is something that, you know, I, uh, I think, I'm still making mistake, and I'm still learning. So something. let's take it. Out.
0: Let's take it in the other way. So if you if you look back, it's been like two plus years in the entrepreneur's journey. If you want to give an advice to your younger self now, when yeah, you started yeah. up,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so for that, uh, I think negotiations is a big, uh, big part of the whole process because negotiation happens in the first stage of conversation, and you're going to carry forward the project throughout. Later to unfold, you know, later things unfold in a way where your resources do not uh, justify your efforts and do not justify the fees that you're, I think negotiation is the, um, whatever, you have to have that understanding of the quantum of work that you're committing to. Be the resources and the time that you're going to uh, put after that particular project or retainer, right? So that calculation has to be, you know, very clear from day one, for you because right. it becomes a habit. Then you don't even realize. It, uh, because a lot of people, a lot of time, it happens that you get an opportunity, you want to work maybe for less. What happens? Chalo portfolio ban hai, karke bhi? take it. But Good. it becomes such a tedious task to fit that in in a small team if you have. Okay, then you don't have space even if you get a. Por- opportunities 15 days later you know you don't have that space to accommodate so it is um, it is wise to lose on uh, a few things uh, on the cost of just having to have that brand on your portfolio or just to make that team team let's take it take the project and just you know pay, pay the bills and you know because it is such a uh, dive It is such a diversified industry that, you know, 15 days later, a bigger opportunity will show up and then you don't have that space. So I think one thing, negotiation is a very, very crucial uh, decision making in the decision making process. Um, You should weigh your resources, your time that you give uh, and then quote, and then even if you have to negotiate bar in head, you don't have to go beyond that just to have that brand on your portfolio that is my biggest learning okay and uh other thing if i have to yeah again there are a, there are a few brands that you get uh very attached to you know emotionally yes. attached to a few brands and that is like a relationship that you have to water every now and then so some 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 portion of partiality comes in picture. Okay, you know you prioritize it more. You have yes. that. So it should not happen. There has yes. to be a balance. balance connect with brands and people that you work with. You don't want to like um flow yourself more into one thing and cut off your yourself from other things. I think that should not happen. You should have a balance among all the all the uh, brands and clients that you're catering to. I think two uh, basic and major learning that I had uh, <laughs> for myself <laughs> within the two years of experience.
0: <laughs> oh, that's very well. I think the first uh, learning that you made about uh, negotiations, actually, sometimes it becomes burnout for agencies because if you are not able to gauge how much effort you and your team is going to put and if you quote it wrong and then you back the project even if you are earning money actually you're not making the money
1: yeah exactly you end up putting your own money at stake
0: absolutely and and we are in a such industry where cost of resources and time is always going up so three months Uh six months down the line it becomes really really difficult
1: yeah, yeah, so, and lot of the times there is you also need to have that uh, uh you know, a term and condition in you know every year you you need to ask for a increment yes. or uh, retainership <laughs> as well. I'll understand that yes. you know business owners, a lot of times they don't understand that you know you need to increase the fees beyond. After a, a period of time, because
0: of time.
1: yeah, because nothing that you know it is now, Up to flow mein and you know, know it all, but yeah, you should, they, these are things that you should keep in mind. You should keep a check also that you follow up on these things when there's a due time,
0: right? right. But lately, due to this covert, there's a lot of buzz happening about work from home work from office and companies adopting the hybrid culture as well so how you guys are managing this what's what your mantra
1: we are work from office people all of us okay because a team is one unit okay we we all combine come one unit and each of us complement each others ideas uh, and work and okay, even if there's one person who is working from home let's say my copywriter is working from home I don't it doesn't work I did a lot of times and we try to accommodate everybody let's try and yeah but no we we are work from office people all each of us you know each one other to come up with idea to come up with uh, solutions on the spot okay so even if I right. start saying a sentence, the other one will complete me. That only happens in the brainstorming session, sessions that we do after every uh, after every pitch presentation or, you know, before preparing for a, right. um, a campaign strategy or anything. You know, we all come together in that way. So, all of us are work from office people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and it actually helps you to build culture of the organization as well because if you are scattered remote yes people are connected through phone through whatsapp through project management right. tools but that that water cooler moments are basically built the culture around exactly. the organization very true right. very true very true right so it's been a couple of years plus years you are operating, building up a lot of portfolio, expanding the team. So, what's the near future for Coco?
1: Near future for Coco, you know, uh, after COVID, uh, sustainability has been a uh, uh, pro problem point for me. Okay, so okay. I, so my my uh, idea of first thing to is a uh, solidity. For a longer time, because you know, in the within the two years, phase three wave. Okay, every time we start having a circle in place, a circuit in place. That okay, now my team is in play, I have uh, certain brands in on board with us. Again, the COVID wave hit, and you know, clients will back out. People will switch. So my only idea for the near future is to attain a sustainability first priority. Right. And then uh, we are by, the by, by, you know, simultaneously, we are also exploring, you know, Metaverse, NFT, and how can we add this to um, our understanding, ke, you know, we are already catering to national clients as well. Right. And right. international clients as well. So how do we game up? You know, how do we level up from the current services that we are and how can we add on more services, more and more departments? you know i one one is to have a production team also okay so digital first you know having a production team in-house production team will help with a lot of photo shoot videos there's a lot of a lot of things like a like lot of um patterns have around content creation have changed the way brand perform uh, on their social media so yeah, yeah. The, the, that's there but you know sustainability first priority And then probably later on adding to the services.
0: Great, great. And see, kind of industry we are working, it's very resource-driven industry that you need human capital for this rather than a financial capital because you get a lot of human capital which can turn into a finance as well over a period of time. So while building up a team, what kind of actually challenges that you face and how you tackle that on day-to-day basis Because creating a right team is very, very important. So how, what kind of challenges do you face?
1: A lot that? of, yeah, yeah, a lot of challenges. rightly put, uh, uh, you know, human capital, even, you know, even me and Rishi. So me and Rishi sit for, you know, having the right team in place every time we are uh, for the hiring spree. We are on the hiring spree. So, uh, so basically uh, the major challenges uh, after during COVID was, it was okay. You know, we were getting all the resources that we wanted. uh, And we had like a right uh, mix of people that we really had in mind. Uh, After COVID, you know, uh, there are so many uh, opportunities that have opened up for candidates as well. You know, bigger agencies are again, hiring people because obviously digital got a push after so, we, so bigger agencies are ex- expanding and there are a lot of other uh, opportunities opening up for people so they are always so they 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 are always switching so the iteration is the major uh, problem that uh, we are currently facing k okay, you know people don't stick for too long so and and peop- so if you have that team in place if you have that core team in place who are there with you for long they understand the vision they understand the work you want to do they understand the work patterns you know you don't have to every time uh, orient them on the yes, new project you know it. so that saves a lot of time when when whereas newer people coming in you have to spend some time with them to understand what is their speed uh, to grasp certain things and what are what are the things that we can put we can expect out of them okay so it's everybody have the same capacity everybody doesn't have the same understanding you know you know some people might do a work in two hours and some people might take four hours to do this work so I think the iteration with more and more people uh, switching the job and newer people coming in I think that, that takes up a lot of time biggest challenge that we had faced uh, other than that uh, you know we are very uh, it's not a corporate culture in the agency you know there have been so many times people uh, perceive uh, agency uh, agency culture as a very toxic culture or very different people have different opinion about it but at Coco we are very friendly and we are very open to each other about you know Random stuff. So, we we talk more uh, other than work. We, we, we talk more sometimes other than work because just to have that connect in place. You know, once you connect yes. with, with a person uh, on a... I think that, is, that that kind of brings more genuine uh, what do you call it? Uh, interest in the company. You know, it's just not a company that you're working in. It is everybody. You know, there's no ma'am or sir culture in the company. Everybody is a friend and everybody should feel a part of it that, you know, Coco belongs to everybody who works at Coco. So, that's right. a, that is the kind of uh, uh, culture we are trying to build, all of us are trying to build at Coco. That's,
0: a, that's amazing effort actually because this shows that uh, a your passion towards the industry and also passion towards the kind of equal that you try to bring into this organization because as I said, being an agency owner, if you your first interest is to build up a core team which, which resonates with your vision and mission because if you want to make it much bigger, you need that core team who looks up in the same direction. If somebody yeah. else is looking at an east and the other is looking at the west, in after six months down the year, line the line, you'll see that you're still standing at the same position, basically. 100%. So that's 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 an amazing thing. So, what's success for Komal? What is success?
1: I mean, it is very such a uh, spiritual <laughs> to me. that very real like, really honest. Anybody who is in my circle, anybody, my friends, my family, you know, my colleagues, or my clients that I I connect uh, with, should be, you know, happy in whatever they are doing. I think if, and if, if I'm able to build a bond, my biggest so inspiration is people and my biggest strength is people and any any so if if even if i'm de- i am able to develop a very great long lasting connection with the people around me i think that is success that nothing, nothing will make me happy if i'm able to be a person uh, you know who is available able to hear, lash out at or you know people who should be comfortable to come to me, basically. And I should be able to con- contribute to what they are expecting me to contribute. So I think that is something that if, if that happens, so even if they are my colleagues, clients, anybody even, so it makes me happy. And that is something that I consider as success. And uh, other than that, work-wise, I say, if I'm being appreciative, if my work is appreciated, I think that is my success every if if i'm thinking of something uh, with them working on and if that gets appreciated nothing like it nothing like it i that's think that great. is I my think... reward and my award
0: <laughs> that's that's great actually if you are thinking towards the success of people that's if you are seeing your success in their success Basically, you are setting up the higher goal for yourself. And I think you summed up very well that success is more of a spiritual thing rather than a materialistic thing. Because I don't know how you will summarize in terms of money. But if you have a happy faces around you, that's basically a success.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, Last, I think, uh, one year or odd, what is happening is there are a lot of freelancers are now trying to build up their agencies and there's nothing wrong in it. Mm. Everybody has their... Uh, vision, views, everybody's right to create their own castle, right? So, when you made a transition from a freelancer to an agency owner, what is that few things that you would still want to give as, as a brownie points to those freelancers who are planning in transition of building up their own agencies now? Said, I'm also on my own
1: and i am also making i'm still making mistakes a lot of times but you know one thing i would really uh, suggest for anybody who is trans who's in the transit should have a financial aid. okay and that is something that is something um, a long term commitment okay, you, you it's it's very, uh, what do you call? It? You have to, you can't, you cannot, ex- uh, for every penny that you spend, you have a broader idea of, you know, let's say you have a team of five people in this, and if you have zero clients and you are so, um, renting up a space or all, all the expenses that you're making, the expense that you can incur, and what is the lowest in- that you can expect. Okay? okay, having that balance in, and having that for time a- in perspective, going be- you know, into such a, a big de- because it's a big decision, and we-, we didn't know. We we came with very optimistic uh, in our head. Okay, you know, we'll start an agency and look out. I already had a couple of clients with me. You know, we'll network. We'll do that. Everything will work. Work out will expand and not, but should have. We didn't know we're coming in. We didn't know clients will back out. We didn't know our you know employees will uh, switch. All of that we didn't consider and taken a lot of uh, managed. You know, it's a lot. We didn't consider this as a, from a financial perspective. You know, so you you want to like step into it, and if you want to continue doing time till you don't achieve what you had in your your objective, your objectives till then be able to have that financial calculation always in your head. Okay, you know, what if I have I'm sitting on zero people team, will I sustain the team for two months, three months? for ho- however long yeah. it takes so that calculation needs from, from day one i think that it opens a lot of perspective. and there's nothing wrong in in you know taking sleep took okay even if you even if you have slight you will always have that uh, uh, you know flies uh, your stuff that you are taking a and it is yeah. uncertain, and if you feel confident, take the leap. Then might as well take take the leap. But Things will just like it did for me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and that's bring to an end to this episode. Thank you, Komal, for sparing your 40 minutes with us, sharing a lot of learnings, lessons, and and sharing a very candid moment where where I, I can see that there are very few things that, that has come out of this interview when you say that what success is for you and what the agency life is for you. so Thanks for sharing this candid moment. And I would love to thank our audience as well who stick by, posting a lot of comment here. And I was not able to reply to them, but I'm sure they are listening the entire conversation. So yeah, exactly. any final note would you, would you love to give to our audience? That's how, how this agency life has, what exactly the agency life is teaching you
1: as we can prove. Agency life, the biggest lesson that agency life is teaching me is to connect with people around me level beyond business, beyond work. If you can, you know, a stranger with your ideas or with your, you know, in any ways, if you are able to build a connection. Because I I meet a lot of uh, business owners out of the blue, you know, just for business, okay? But we are, once we are done with the, uh, the, uh, the services that we are going to, do, you know, there's nothing much that I know of that person. So I think, and because advertising is also about understanding how a demographic works, okay? So I think knowing how a person is behaving and why the person is behaving in such a way and how can you hold a conversation with a complete stranger is a beauty it has taught me, you know. Even if I'm talking with you, I, I think never had such a long conversation before, right? Right. We are so... talk to each other and, you know, exchange ideas. I think that is so beautiful and that, that is what I think it's teaching me every day. Even if I'm interviewing other people I'm reaching to brands or I'm speaking with business owners, give me an understanding how other people, you know, are and behaving in certain way. I think that, that connection is something that, you know, I look forward to every day.
0: That's great. And I think it was an amazing talking to you, Komal and to our audience as well. Keep enjoying and till the next Friday where we bring another founder and unfold his story. Thank you, Kowal, for being in the show.
1: Thank you, Mayu, for having me and thank you for doing this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Bye.